Welcome to In Moderation. The show where we give you a moderate dose of info, sarcasm, and we already know we're not approved. Okay, everybody, welcome to the podcast episode, I want to say 11. Is that right? And you would be correct. Yes, let's go. I remember what episode we're on. I didn't ask before. Episode 11 of In Moderation. I also remember the name. Today we have a guest on that does something, does, you know, content a little bit different than ours. So, you know, people might not be as much aware of him as some of our other guests. So today we have Raiden Cage. Raiden, why don't you give a little bit about yourself and kind of what you do and what we're in for today? Uh, a coach. I graduated from Rutgers with a, a criminal bachelor's degree. I am Raiden okay. Cage. I've been posting content on TikTok for like, when did the a pandemic start? I know, it's been a while, but what kind of content? So, no, no, so wait, so wait, you have a, a, a criminal bachelor's degree. Criminal bachelor's degree. And you're a, a coach. Justice, Does that yeah. mean you you coach Bobby? <laughs> it's, this is how he's been getting away with so many things. That makes, it yeah. makes so much sense now. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm no okay. Comment. I'm, I will neither <laughs> nor deny client attorney privileges. He pleads <laughs> the fifth. <laughs> no. Um, but no, I, I have a criminal justice bachelor's degree from Rutgers. Um, I, I coach for you know just lifestyle mm-hmm. stuff i don't do like shows or anything because i had no experience mm-hmm. in that yet but uh you know put, been posting on tiktok for like what was 2020 now since like mm-hmm. yeah the, the the pandemic bro you know recording yourself in the mirror trying to oh, talk to people <laughs> all the way to now making like full-on professional videos with so many moving parts I so know. doing it a while longer than i have quick what's the mascot for the for Rutgers? we have to test them isn't it a, a knight? <laughs> just like I wouldn't knight. know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I was just waiting for you to well, tell. The me. thing is that, you know, I, I went through my whole four years of school just like working, schooling, gymming, repeat. I never went to a football right, game. Well. I never went to a party. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Well, that that's Most okay because play. American football sucks can it, compared to Canadian, Canadian football. Canadian football. Those words shouldn't even go together, and somehow <laughs> they do. What is um, Canadian but, okay. football? So, but you do more uh, like fitness kind of thing. So you're more like yeah. working out, exercise, that sort of stuff. We're everything, literally what my bio says, everything fitness. Because <laughs> for us, we do a little bit more when it comes to like food and stuff. So I wanted to bring someone <laughs> on who could, we could talk a little bit more about um, people who are kind of start, the, the whole idea behind this episode is I want to give you guys something to start off your fitness journey. You're like, you're like okay, I kind of want to go to the gym, but I don't know anything. I need someone to talk to me like I'm in like first grade and I have no clue what's going on. So I really, for this episode, want to give people just an unfuckupable way to yeah. go to the gym and be yeah. like, yes, I can do these things because those guys that I listened to told me these things are good. That's the whole idea. There are uh, so many things on, on the app that, I mean, you guys deal with it all the time. Of um, Straight up, just you, you look at it, and it's before you make content on it, right? You, someone either tags you or you find it on the page, and you look at it, and you're just like... 
what the hell is this? You know? Absolutely. Yeah, because we yeah. deal with that stuff on the nutrition side, but there's there's an equal amount of stuff just on the fitness side. You know, you got your V shreds and stuff. I was just about to say V shred. You got all those guys that are telling you you got to work out for your somatotype, your body type, all that fun. We'll call it fun stuff. Um, yeah. But really, like, we're all very, we're the same. Like, we just, I want to give you guys, yes, something that you can use just to get started. So, you know, Raiden, if someone came to you and they saw, like, okay, I want to start working out. I want to get, I want to get healthy. Like, what's the first thing that you would, you would ask them? If we look at, you know, the clients that I've had and then other people that I've spoken to, whoever is a beginner and they don't know what they're doing, nine times out of 10, they, I wouldn't say obese, but they're probably overweight, right? Right. So from the people that I see like that, um, when, you, when you have like no experience whatsoever, or you have that, I used to work out in high school experience, right? Mm-hmm. I usually tell them to like, forget everything you've ever known about training. Like you look at Chris Bumstead, we all watch Mr. Olympia. Mm-hmm. You look at Chris Bumstead, you see his workout training. He looks insane. But one of the reasons why I got into fitness was because I watch wrestling. I'm a WWE fan. <laughs> I wanted to look like Triple H, bro. I used to look at the way that he works out, and I copied that verbatim when I first started, bro. I think um, we've all gone through that a little bit. You find some magazines, oh, yeah. some muscle mayhem, and he's holding like a giant tub of protein powder, <laughs> like chugging it, and you're like, that's what I got to do. That exactly. makes sense. All of his so, exercises. Most of the people who, who who either come to me or would come to me or they're just a beginner in the gym, that's the idea that I can relate with, that they have in the back of their head that I have to do what they're doing in order to achieve and look like them. Okay. That's, All right, let, I so, forget so how to one, do that. Number one step would be, okay, let's forget everything you know. Let's just start with a blank slate. I think that's a good one because, you know, there's yeah. just so much nonsense and t- telling the truth from, from falsehood, whatever. Exactly. That. So, and, and you are not that person. Simply put, you are not that person. You don't have the years of training that they do. You're not going to be doing the same stuff as them. This literally goes for the people who are just starting out. They're new. They're 14 years old and they're watching Sam Sulik. Like, forget everything you know. Let's say I'm that I'm I'm that young person. I'm the person. I mean, the young person. I'm the old person. I'm the person who's really never been to the gym. And I come to you yeah. and I say, okay, forget it. Don't all right. So I've forgotten everything. I forgot all the everything. What I want to do is I might want to lose a little bit of fat and I want to gain a little mm-hmm. bit of muscle. I think that's something that nearly anybody who's going to the gym starting off they they want to do that so let's and forget about the. so obviously nutrition is very important when it comes to losing weight we go over a lot of that stuff i want to talk to you more about the fitness side so give me mm-hmm. like i want to build some muscle i want Step to <laughs> you know what do i do now in terms of when i'm at the gym yeah. when i'm going to the gym so let's go to step two now that you forgot yeah. everything you've ever known i don't know right? any now step two bro split you want you say bro split bro split i honestly if i could go back and i don't start my clients off like that normally i I give them a split and we change in here and there and then you know things are always subject to change to that specific person but if you're completely new and if i could go back and do it all over again complete bro split because i've injured my back so many times people who don't know what a, a bro split is a bro split is basically training one muscle group a day, excluding training just like biceps for one day. Like normally it's like chest one day, 
arms, so which would include groups, the shoulders, shoulders. bicep, triceps, yes. um, shoulders for day two. Calf day. We all skip calf day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most people might skip that. I wouldn't blame someone for skipping that in the beginning because it's like a bicep curl, point A to point B. Like you can't mess it up. But still try to do, I would say just do a bro split. If I can go back and do it all over again, it would completely be a bro split because I've injured my back so many times by trying to do a PPL in the Arnold split. At one point, I was training twice a day. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. So, I, let's, I want to give people like a, a quick kind of summary of the different splits, like the more popular ones. Okay, so you got your bro split, you got your bo- or your body part split, as people call it, where you work different muscle groups, one a day. Yeah. And then you have, uh, let's say, an upper-lower split, which you could probably just guess what that is. You work your upper body one day and your lower body the next day. What's an upper body exercise mm-hmm. and a lower body exercise? I think you can figure that part yeah, out. That's pretty self-explanatory. That's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> you can figure that. It's good for, I think it's good for people who work out two days a week. If you're only working two, mm-hmm. two days a week, if you're starting off, you're like, I can only have time to go two, for two. I think that's great. Do upper body one day, do lower body the next day. See you later. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have your what we call PPL, push pull legs. This is the one that I do. I enjoy. You do all of your pushing exercises one day. That's going to be. Uh, that's the one that I stuck with for six years. And that's yeah. probably giving me the most growth of where I'm at now. I, I enjoy yeah, I, I swear by PPL a lot. I love So let's give, if we all kind of use it, I think we should kind of give the people a little bit, you know, of what to expect. It's, you do all your pushing exercises one day. So you think of bench press, you think of an overhead press where you have the dumbbells and you're pressing upwards. Any sort of press. Where you're pushing the weight away from your pushing body. So That's exactly like tri- what I was about to say. You push the weight away from you, triceps, you're kind of pushing down. You know, if you do a tricep extension, you're, you're starting up and you're pushing down. So all of these will be your pushing exercises. Your pulling exercises, as the name would imply, are all the pulling exercises. You do your rows, you do your pull-ups. All of those are, you know, bicep curls. You're curling, you're pulling towards you. Uh, and then the last day you just do legs, which I think you can figure that out again. So you basically have these three days. I think it's good for people who work out three days a week. If, you, if you're if you designating three days to the gym, I think that's a good one. Uh, or six generally, but most people aren't going to start off and go right to six. I don't recommend that. Um, so if you're doing two days a week, I think an upper lower is pretty good. If you're doing three days a week, I think, um, you know, push pull legs will work pretty well. And those are the kind of, if you're doing four days a week, push, pull, legs, calves. And you throw the calves (laughs) in at the end. (laughs) I just want a guy with beefy calves. (laughs) I mean, my calves Uh, are pretty decent. I got, I got some slabs of meat in there. Yeah, right. So, so, but you kind of like a body part split right off the bat. Just that just kind of help with people just kind of get in tune with their, with their own muscles and like, kind of how, like, why do you like the, it? So the thing is that a beginner is going to grow yes. no matter what. Yes. Right. If you there's new stimulus, there's going to, yeah, you, you sneeze what? in the gym, you're going to have <laughs> biceps. Like it's going to happen, bro. But, uh, I, I give them a, a bro split because a bro split, you can learn Okay, this is what a bicep curl is. This is what a tricep extension is. This okay. is how to squat. This is how to deadlift. Is you know suboptimal stuff, but it's still stuff that I feel like these are the basis that you gotta at least know how to do in order to be able to do other movements in the gym. Right, you're not so, making it too complicated for them. Okay, so yeah, dumb it down basically. I like that. You know, start off real basic. Um, yeah. What's your take on like free weights versus like machines when you're starting off? I actually posted a video on this a few weeks ago. Um, basically, the consensus of what I said was, in theory, not even in theory, like in just 
in practical mm-hmm. applications. Machines, in terms of building muscle more effectively, are going to be better. However, mm-hmm. if you half rep mm-hmm. or you know blow through an exercise on a machine, but on the barbell bench press, you're going balls to the wall. That barbell bench press is going to be a lot better in terms What's of growth for you relative? than the machine. It, it, it's a give or take on certain things. Like on paper, machines are fantastic. But if you're not putting the effort in when you're doing machines, but you would on a barbell, then go to the barbell, enjoy the workout, and you're going to see more growth. I feel like there's a lot of uh, stigma. Is that, the, is that the word I'm looking for? Stigma? Sure. Towards, for what? towards <laughs> machines from some yeah. people. Oh, a lot of people yeah. like to think they're, like the, they're for old people or... Right. Stuff like that. Functional training. Functional training. I think when you are starting out, machines are fantastic because you get in a machine and it's like, okay, this is where you start. This is where you end. And it gives you a little diagram and you're like, okay, as long as I start here and end here and my form might not be the, might not be perfect. It might not be the best, but it just takes you through a range of motion. Whereas free weights, it just takes more time to kind of figure out you know, what exactly you need to do. So I think starting off, machines are fantastic. Um, You just, you know, you can find ones you like. Usually gyms will have a few different types and you just go and what's the best machine? The one that you feel the most comfortable with, the one that you enjoy the most or the... Brand matters too. You can, I mean, you'll you'll find things that you like and everyone's different. So (laughs) I think, I think machines are great. Um, You know what all says has a stigma around it? The Smith machine. Oh my yeah. god, bro. I love the Smith machine. I, yeah, anybody who knows what they're doing loves the Smith machine. If so, I what? could, inv- I literally posted a video on this two days ago saying that if I could take Smithella home, I would. Rob, what's a Smith machine? I have no idea. <laughs> what's that? So a Smith machine is a barbell attached to two guiding poles so that the bar, is, it can't move, it can only move up and down. It's got one plane. You cannot go in forward or backwards. You'll see them at Planet Fitness a lot. Like your Planet Fitness yeah. kind of goes away with all the free weights and they're just, they just have the Smith machine. So if you go to one of those, that's what you'll mostly see there. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, okay. if you can just get away with it, do all your workout on a Smith machine. You can just, it's right there. That's a one size fit yeah. all for everything. I, I see so many um, younger people that uh, they look at the Smith machine and they think that it's yeah. only for girls. Here's the thing, because we all, we all, look, I know for a fact, we all go through this. You start off, man, Smith machine, that's for pussies, bro. You don't use a Smith yep. machine. That's not, that's, that's, that's not for I only free weights. I only lift yeah, concrete I only blocks. Free weights. But then, the then, then you fall in love with the Smith machine and you're like, why didn't I do this sooner? Yep. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's such a love-hate relationship okay. that you like. Okay, Rain, I have forgotten everything I know, and now I yes. have picked my split based off how many days a week I work and what, you know, maybe I'm doing a bro split. Maybe I'm working out two days a week. I want an upper lower split. Whatever. I've, I've decided on that. Okay, so no I'm going to the gym. What, what's, the, what's the next step? What's three, I guess, now? Number three is start learning your body's range of motion. Some people can have certain flexibility in certain things. Um I had a friend back in high school where, you know, we could all put our hands up into the air, but he, he did something to his shoulder in a football practice. And I don't know where he is now, but throughout most of his senior year in high school, you know, 
can't do a shoulder press in the gym. He can't, right. he can't physically put his arms up. So start studying how your body moves, uh, okay. learn certain things. Okay. When I first started getting into fitness, before I touched weights, I started doing calisthenics because I thought, Oops. you know, I wanted to be able to maneuver my body really well. So I, I did really well in that, but in okay. doing so that really did transfer over into, okay, I know what my biceps should be able to do. I know what mm-hmm. my legs should be able to do. I, I know how deep I can go in a squat, right? So start so, learning how your body moves and study your your range of motion. It's something I like to say is every body is different. Like, yes, 100%. And so whenever you're watching a form video or something, that's a good overview, but you still have to tailor it to yourself, to what your limits are, to what your flexibility is, all these things. We all have Some our- people can't squat down to the floor. They have to put plates between beneath, beneath their heels so that they can get deeper you know yeah. everybody has their limitations i think in, in in things that they do so i think looking up videos uh on uh, a, a specific exercise like oh i don't really know how to do this so you'll watch it and you'll say okay i'm supposed to do that but when i do that oh my shoulder hurts real bad like my shoulder hurts like really really exactly. well for for you that exercise might not be ideal that range of motion might not be ideal do what you know you have to so you have to be uncomfortable to an extent to build muscle. Building muscle is an adaptation. You're kind of forcing your muscle into growing, but you don't want to feel pain, right? You don't want to feel like something as exactly. that sort of thing is, is going awry. Exactly. Um, okay. Okay. All right. So I, I, I found some exercises now that like, I'm like, I like these a little bit more. I don't feel pain during them. I, you know, I'm, I'm going with these. What would you say is the, the next step? After a certain period of time, you start getting bored of exercises. Start experimenting in the gym. If you're in a, if you're okay, so like if you're not working out at home, there's certain people who will work out at home. If you're working out in a gym, ask questions to some of the trainers. Now I know some of the trainers are kind of like unqualified, but like <laughs> <laughs> it still wouldn't hurt to ask them. Like, okay, I know how to do a barbell squat, and I've been doing that for six months, and I think I got it down. But I've never done the pendulum squat that's on the other side of the gym. Okay, start playing around with it. You know, th- there's so many machines in the gym. Not only that, but start, you know, if there's bar hopping, start gym hopping, bro. Start going to different gyms and see, okay, this gym is a good fit for me. I like the machines that they have there. Or, you know, some people like Planet Fitness. And, you know, it's really nice. Planet Fitness has some pretty good machines. You go to Planet Fitness and do your start gym hopping. Start looking up certain things on the internet to see, okay, I know how to do a squat. How do I do a Smith machine squat? I've never actually used the Smith machine, you know? So experiment. So like, you know, maybe Another... six months to a year after your beginning, mm-hmm. just start start changing things up, start Right, I think that's important. So how long would you say yeah. to people, like, stick with that, with this, you know, thing that you, these exercises you found in this split, like how long do you think people should do that for before they start experimenting with other things? In my opinion, it depends on the goal. Right. Right. Um, let's say they want to build muscle. Right. right. Say I want to build a little muscle and I want to lose a little, a little fat. You know, I'm not trying to do anything crazy, but like I'm, I'm moving that direction. You're not into the steroids yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. So that's great. You haven't discovered that yet. So what you can <laughs> that's do. That's when we come. Is... Well, that's when we invite you back for the second Different episode. Different episode. Yeah, advanced episode. Advanced episode. Listen, I, <laughs> my my knowledge to. Uh, that stuff is limited on paper. <laughs> I don't have any practical application with that. <laughs> well, 
So if, let's say you're, you you want to like get into, you know how to do a bicep. You're seeing growth. You haven't really plateaued yet. I wouldn't change anything if you haven't plateaued. But if you're getting bored of something, then yeah, go go chain it. But don't get bored of it after two weeks. You, you got to give it at least maybe what three months, three four so months. If, in my opinion, give no, yourself I'm, time to learn it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think um, obviously if you if your body doesn't agree with a movement, yes, change it. But if you're seeing growth on something, you're very new in the gym, you're very green, then for sure you can right. change it after four months. But... So when you say a plateau, and for for people listening, like you, if you are making progress, if every you know week you go in and you're able to do a little bit more weight, you're able to do an extra rep, you don't even feel as tired. You know your 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 performance is increasing in some way. Then if a, if don't if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, exactly. keep doing what you're doing. On uh, the flip so side of that is uh, <laughs> the people who think that muscle confusion is a thing, and that you have to constantly change things up. The muscle got to right. shock you the muscle. To, yeah, yeah. The whole, that whole idea was you have to keep changing things up to keep your body confused, which is pretty much nonsense. We see that you really just want to keep. The whole, <clears throat> you never heard progressive overload. It's just the idea that you will need to push your, your body a little bit more in order for it to adapt and grow muscle. So if you're bench pressing a hundred pounds, you know, one week, if you're doing 105 the next week and you feel comfortable, that's great. You're that's making great. progress. So keep, you know, keep going. And eventually you will find a time when you're like, okay, I'm trying to go for a little bit more weight. I'm trying to go for an extra rep. It's not working. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. And that's what a plateau is. You're, you're stuck somewhere. And that's kind of when you can go, all right, let me maybe try, you know, a different exercise. Let me try something else. See if, you know, you can find a way around that. And speaking yeah. of trying new things and uh, for perfecting your form and all that, what, another thing that uh, new people in the gym always kind of they, they think is that these big guys in the gym don't like them or they're looking down on them or all these things. Yeah. A lot of the big guys in the gym, a lot of the people who go to the gym, they are really nice people and they're happy to see you there and they are happy to help. Hell yeah. Yeah. Some of the nicest people you will ever meet are at a gym. Like if you just ask them, hey, like I don't really know this exercise very well. Like what do you know about this? There's a good chance that they will help you out. I mean, the worst they say. Yeah. That's uh, something I don't by think it's going to end though. There's and people all... who see me in the gym and... They know me from TikTok, but then I'll get a DM or I'll get a comment on my on my video. And be like, I was afraid to I was afraid to come well, up and say hi. So like, if you see a big dude in the gym, I'm not saying that I'm big by any means. I'm only 180 pounds, but if you see a big dude in the gym, don't don't be afraid to go up and say hi and ask him. Oh, you're doing this. How do I do that for me? You know, like whatever it is. Yeah, and by I, all means, there's going to be the people in the gym that are assholes, and there's they they are a lot less than you think. And if you do end up encountering them, then you're like, okay, I know this guy's an asshole. I didn't want him in my life anyway. You don't want to know him. It doesn't matter that he was an asshole. Just shake it off. Go ask the next guy. The next guy, I promise, will probably like just give you a, a shower you in his information. Right. <laughs> One thing I do want to make sure we get to, because I think this is kind of the most important factor in working out, because exercise selection, of course, is important. Your splits important. You know, all these things are important. But what do most people have a trouble with when it comes to the gym? What's like the number one thing people have, have to hit issues with? For me, what I've seen at least is just motivation. 
is just motivation to go there. Is I get a lot of questions about motivation. That is the, so I really, I want to hit this and just like try and give some, some, some tips, things that work for me, make it work for you guys. Um, I'm going to say like, listen, when I'm starting out, like with like workout and everything, I start in one place and no one is ever going to agree with me on this. No one's ever going to agree with me, but I don't care because I'm right. And that is the number one important thing for me, at least is music. And I know it sounds like people are like, oh, what are you talking about? Like motivation is so tough for people. And I am telling you, there are days where I'm like, I don't really feel like working out. I put on the right song and I go from, I don't feel like doing anything to, I will eat your soul in front of you if you get in my way or if you look at me weird. Like I just, you know, finding that, that music playlist or whatever, put that on just before you go to the gym, maybe have a little caffeine, maybe have a cup of coffee. If you do pre-workout, if you do whatever, just put some music on, get some, you know, get some energy going and you'll feel more motivated to go to the gym. For me, that is just super important. Well, here's the thing. I think we can agree on this. Most people probably listening can agree on this. If you start going to the gym, you're pretty pretty motivated. You're, you're probably going to end up going for a little while before you hit that mental roadblock of, right? Why am I doing this? Uh, I don't want to do this. Like, but by the time you get to that point, you've probably already made some sort of some sort of difference in your body, the progress, you, noticeably in your lifestyle, noticeably walking up the stairs, noticeably yeah. in your clothes. Maybe even strength in the gym. Yeah. Maybe someone's and told you, so, hey, you look better. You look like you've been yeah, working out. Like, you know, exactly. So, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. say anything about music. I guess music is one of the ways people can do it. But before I even touch the music, motivation will come and go. It's always going to come and go. I, I, even in the stage that I am in right now, three weeks ago, I'm sitting down with the, the dumbbells in my hands and I'm just like, Bro, I keep doing this every day. This is so freaking annoying. <laughs> the gym is cold. It's getting cold in the gym. I'm not getting a pump. I've been struggling to get back pumps for a little while. Just all in all, just motivation is going to come and go. But the changes that you don't notice yourself, the way you can make yourself notice them, keep the old clothing that you have. I like that. I think keep that's the correct. progress yeah. pictures. Yes, progress pictures keep measurements of yes. your body of like your bicep your your legs your waist if you're looking to lose weight like yeah. all also, of this stuff it, yeah the moment you start not feeling it you, that drive is not there that fire is starting to dwindle go put on that same shirt that you once i think that's great fit in yeah. and now your your shirt is too tight cuz your shoulders are getting bigger or you know, the pants that you lost weight in, go put that on. Don't wear that belt. See how far you've come. Yeah, like, and and then once you see that, just stay consistent with it because more than just the effort you put into the gym, you can, not every workout's going to be great, but you can still put half the effort into a workout because you're not feeling it. And it's still going to be better than you not doing it at all. Yeah, I want to say for the, the people who are starting to lose motivation because they're going through a rough time. You do not have to go to the gym and do a full one hour long workout. You can go do one exercise, see how it feels. If you don't feel up to it, you can leave. Maybe you go and you do that exercise and you want to do another one. You can do another one, but try to go and do at least that one exercise because that keeps the habit going. And again, if you want to leave after that, leave, no one cares. 
I think what we really need to mention is, holy shit, I get so many people caught up in the scale weight. Just like, all oh, the scale isn't moving. When you are going to the gym, you, like we said earlier, you look at weights, you sneeze in the gym, you will probably gain some muscle. And as we all know, muscle weighs more than fat, right? A pound of dumbbells weighs more than a pound of feathers. No, muscle is more dense, so it looks different on your body. And that's why I think progress pictures, like Rain said, is so important. Where You know, clothing that you had, that sort of thing. Because the scale is going to go up and down, water weight, muscle, fat. It's all over the place. You don't know what's going on, but you're frustrated because the scale is still the same. I disagree in a way because the scale doesn't matter in the short term so how much yeah. you weighed yesterday and how much you weigh today yes, and how much you will weigh tomorrow is going weight. to change completely right. but if you're able to just jot down your weight in your notes you know december 1st 180 pounds yeah. december 2nd 179 and don't even look at it just just what you weigh don't look yeah. at it and keep looking at what you look like in the mirror right and then at the end of the at the end of the month have it as a, a check-in day like, no, okay, I, this is where I, I was at the beginning. Completely ignore the scale at all. My point was more, just don't get frustrated by it, because I think progress pictures will show you more as time progresses, you know, the difference than the scale itself alone in a vacuum will. So, Especially if you're trying to look at the scale in the short term. Right. You'll it's going to fluctuate all over the place. Right. So. Hell yeah, it will. Dude, it really water is. weight is annoying, but it's like for women, it's even worse. Like they're through their menstrual cycle, water weight, and all that is just gonna fluctuate all over the place. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think progress pictures, like he said, and, and and clothing, that sort of stuff. You know, and and be and revel. Like we've talked about this on the podcast before. Revel in the in the progress that you have made a little bit because yeah. we get so caught up in so much. I have so much more to go. When you're making progress in the gym, you know, embrace that. You know, yeah, I think that's super important. And let's say you're doing all of that and that's yeah. still not working. It's always good to share your fitness goals or whatever you're doing at fitness with someone you're comfortable yes. with. Cause if you share it with someone yes. you're comfortable with nine times out of 10, when you go and have a cup of coffee with them on the next day before you go to work or whatever, they're probably going to ask, did you go to the okay. gym yesterday? What did you do yesterday? Like, or yeah, your clothes are fitting a little loose on you. Like if you would just yeah. share it with somebody you're probably comfortable with, and that person notices whatever you're doing or they're invested into what you're doing, that's a big drive. Yeah. That's that's accountability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you Yeah. Go ahead. And like we, we said this pretty early on in uh, our podcast, you know, maybe episode two or three, whatever. If you join a community, there's lots of communities out there that you can join and just you you talk to them that you get uh, a feedback. You show your progress pictures. They congratulate you. They're yeah. they're happy for you. Absolutely. Um, I think because if you can go to the gym with someone, like that's the the most ideal situation. Where if you have like a gym buddy that you go with, you know, you hold each other accountable. That's that's amazing. But a lot that of is people amazing. don't have that. You yeah. know, and if you don't have that opportunity, you know, talking to your friends about it, talking to a support group online, something like that. That will absolutely help and still hold you accountable. And maybe if you're talking to your friends, you might get them interested. You might start yeah. making progress. And they're like, wait, hold on a that's, second. That's exactly how I got into the gym was a friend talking to me about it. Yeah. And you're like, wait, you're making what kind of gains? What kind of progress? What's going on? What are you doing? How do I get in all this? And that's the thing. Now I feel on this scale, it's yeah. much better I mean, not 100% okay, but it's much better for comparison. 
because mm-hmm. you're comparing yourself to someone who's also a layman just like you. <laughs> right? If you try and compare yourself to Instagram people, you are going to have a rough time. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're trying to compare yourself to like Chris Bumstead, Arnold, you're not, most of us are not going to be able to touch that. Even worse, all of the Photoshopped stuff oh, out there. there. Mm-hmm. And just all of the stuff out there it's it's uh it's most of its marketing then people trying to gain following you know, the what's it uh the, the thief of what's it what's the the famous quote guys um the, the thief the no shoot comparison is the thief of joy comparison yeah, is yeah. the thief of joy there. there it is and so you know it, it's if you compare yourself to what you were able to do a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, whatever, that will be a much better comparison than the photoshopped images on Instagram. Exactly. Their journey is not your journey. Oh goodness. But if you're with a friend, you guys are sharing a journey. Yeah. Oh, it's so much better when you have someone that you can go with. Like, I really don't have anybody that I go and work out with every once in a while. You know, my you want to be my gym buddy, bro. I've been a long time. Okay, we're all we're all getting together and going to the gym now. Where's the closest center that we can all drive to? (laughs) Well, it's got to be in Canada, so we can get some Mr. Bigs afterwards. Yes. Oh yeah. And we can go watch. Canadian football. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking over saying that. Oh god, it hurts. Out of the loop. What's Canadian football? Is that just soccer? It's the no. soccer. It's the soccer. Don't no, don't listen to Rob. It's just soccer. That's all Canadian football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so No, they have their own version of what they call football. And the fact that they can even call it football is kind of a disgrace. But, you know, I guess it's after a this, it's totally After for this, bro, I'm searching what Canadian football is. Canadian football goes a like lot the faster. They, the plays are a lot faster. It's a lot well, more like, exciting. We had 12 downs and there was 150 yards and you could just do whatever you want. Like, it's <laughs> what if we put the goalpost in front of the touch of the, the end zone for some reason? <laughs> Why not? Why not okay. put that there? Okay. You know, it's just nonsense. Um, but anywho. It's a nice tangent. Okay, Raiden. Hit me. Let's say I'm the newbie now. Mm-hmm. Liam's no longer a newbie. I'm the oh, newbie I'm now. super All right. now. All right. Now, let's say I, I come up to you and I ask, how do I train for my body type, my somatotype? <laughs> Um, sheesh, <laughs> that's something that I kind of had to like unlearn too, because the moment you see the picture of all the different body types of the, the, the three body types, you start yeah. l- looking at other people's physique well. and seeing where they're on that and where you fall under. And yeah, uh-huh. a bicep curl is a bicep curl for you and me. Right. Yeah. A bench press is a bench press for both you and me. Our muscles grow the exact same way. Yeah. Um, sure. If you get pain, shoulder pain while doing a bench press, then you're probably going to switch over to a machine. But yeah. Generally speaking, it's all the same. It's all the same. Training is going to be the same for every single person. I've seen posts on this is how a woman should train based right. on her menstrual cycle. And I'm sitting there like a bench press is still a bench press, whether you're on your period or not. Like, there's no 
difference mm-hmm. or there's no change in exercise selection if your body type is different. Uh, someone who's morbidly obese can still do some form of a bench press in terms of an exercise. So, sure. in my opinion, not even not even yeah. valid in any way, shape, or form. No, yeah, no, and. A little history for everybody listening, if yeah. you don't know the origin of somatotypes. They were actually developed by a psychiatrist called William Sheldon. And he used them to, it wasn't even fitness related. He used them to tie um, personality types to different bodies. And he he came up with things like... Uh, ectomorphs are more likely to be criminals yep. stuff like that and it was completely debunked like it, it was just nonsense it had nothing to do with fitness but so. when they were doing all of that at the t- i actually learned about this in my uh in my, in my law classes uh whenever looking at it at the time that was that was science yeah yeah it was just crazy it was it was science for him to uh get a bunch of men to take off their clothes and take pictures of them. I mean, exactly. that was also part of it. <laughs> Phrenology was science where you could judge people's, uh, you know, uh, by the, their skull shape and the dip the skull their shape, skull. the size yeah. of their skull, whether the or not the they're skull, more likely to do a crime a or whatever. Here. Oh, you're a criminal. Yeah. Cause you got a little bump over here. Yeah. Or you're more <laughs> likely to do that because your nose is just a little bit bigger than another person. You know? This allows me to be racist without saying I'm racist. <laughs> yes, perfect. That's what I've been looking for. Um, so, yeah, that's all. Yeah, but there's zero validity. There's no foundation yeah. for that at all. Okay, okay. Okay, on the, on the, staying on the topic of different body types. I have, let's say, let's say I come to you, I have, you know, the four fingers for my bicep insertion. Am I screwed for for putting yeah. make, getting bicep gains? No, you're, you're, if you've got a muscle there and you're training, it's gonna grow. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is true. People's muscles with the way they're inserted, people, we're all gonna look a little different. Like that's yeah. just that's just anatomy. But yeah. there there's a lot yeah. of nonsense out there for take advantage yeah, of what your body can look like. Be the best version of you, to be honest. Exactly. And there's several Olympians. Okay. Mr. Olympias that uh, have had more than two fingers for the bicep insertion. In my opinion, having a, I don't measure with bicep insertions with the fingers, but like if you have a short peak of a bicep, in my opinion, I love that. That, that looks so much better than a one. It, with a it does look a lot full, more full and more peaked, doesn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I like it. But then you get most of the people who like long head of the bicep, they like the way that looks because it looks full and extends to the yeah. The forearm, but yeah, we're all I mean, different. Everything's gonna yeah. be this just could be variation. And yeah. Don't get caught Honestly, up. Honestly, be the best that you can be. What There's the heck, a dude wanna... out there right now who has who who just won a competition. I don't know what his name is, but he has such a long neck and like but his neck is like massive. So long neck, massive, you know, the the traps come up from it. The dude looks like three D. Or another person who's who works with us uh, on Echo Vision, name is Casen. He has short clavicles, but he he won a bodybuilding show because you know he's taking advantage of his genetics. So all the bodies are going to be different. But if you can like if you rock it and you're confident with it and you you work on it, like dude, you're you're gonna you're gonna win. You're, you're gonna be carrying W's. Like 
<laughs> there's no confidence there's no... plays such a huge role in it. hundred percent, like, dude. Because I know we're gonna get we get asked about it just constantly. Is it for someone starting out? This is not someone who has been in the gym for years. Someone just starting out. What do you recommend for in terms of like supplements? Is there anything that people right off the bat? Because I know we're gonna get asked about that a ton. <laughs> I uh, you know who I rep kind of wearing the shirt of them yes. right now. Uh, but yeah. honestly, you know, we're, we're all Maddie's here, so creatine, protein powder. Yeah. If you're a beginner in pre-workout, on the lighter yeah. side of stim-free or something, no more than maybe 200, 250 milligrams of caffeine. Personally, but, I I tell people to uh, get stim-free and just buy caffeine pills separately, and then you can measure out your caffeine individually. Yeah. You can do that. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm not opposed to it. But I, there's nothing else? wrong with pre-workout. I feel like people no. think that right. you gotta if you take it, you're gonna be hooked on it, and then you're gonna have bad workouts when you're not taking it. <clears throat> this week alone, I had three workouts where I didn't take any pre-workout. All I did was some handful of salt, drinking some water, and then went. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so I, I don't see any wrong with taking a pre-workout because there's certain companies out there that are really good with it. You know, I'm EchoVision. EchoVision's phenomenal with it. And we have so many at this point where you can pick and choose. But good pre-workout. <clears throat> if you're a beginner, something stem-free or something on the lighter side. Mm-hmm. And then protein powder and creatine. Honestly, I don't think you, yeah. you need anything else. I, you I could mean, throw in a multivitamin in there too if you want to. But I think mean, creatine is one of the only sports supplements to show, show to be effective time and time again. Monohydrate, <clears throat> when it was cheap, you know, and third-party tested, it doesn't really matter um you know protein powder the one you like there's different there's all sorts of different flavors and stuff like that just find something you like that can help do you need protein powder of course you don't you can get it from food it's just a convenient source of protein what i what i hate is um people calling protein powder a supplement yeah because it's not supplemental it is it is a meal it is protein it is you know it's food i'm actually it's going a meal to replacement I'm, I'm going to disagree with that well, like you call at, this I I've, I always thought it was weird calling it a supplement. It's yeah. Okay, so look, if you get something on like concentrate, or no, okay. How do I? How do we? How do we? <laughs> so concentrate is not that bad either. But if you get something like isolate, that's just straight protein. Usually, it's not going to have anything else in it. And one to two scoops is like maybe two hundred fifty calories. That's that's not a meal. Now, what you can do is you can turn it into a meal. Right, you can yeah, very yeah. much turn it into a meal. And in doing so, um, let's say I make protein pancakes, right? Oh. I make protein pancakes, roughly 50 grams of protein. And, you know, banana on the side, you got your protein yogurt on the side. And then you got your, I don't know, you got an avocado, right? There you go. You got your, you got your breakfast. Now, now it's turned but into like, a meal. We don't like olive oil is just fat, but we don't say that olive oil is a fat supplement. We say it's, you know, it's just, it's food. <laughs> olive oil, I, I, I understand, but olive oil is, it is not a supplement. That that itself would be classified mm-hmm. as food. I, I see where you're coming from, and I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it, I like, if I you want to supplement or not, it's, it's pedantic. Like, it's, 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 yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like, but for me, if it's got calories and it's cal- counting towards your caloric. Uh, right. value for the day then that is part of your your eating like that's part of yeah. your eating patterns 
I guess you you're right in some way. I would still disagree because at least in my own like uh, philosophy, if it's solely just like the the protein powder, if it's solely just one of the macros, little to none for the others, it's more so of a supplement in terms of buying it off of like a, a GNC shelf. Whereas olive oil, you're gonna get in an aisle ten of your local grocery store right next to other spices. So yeah, I mean, whether it's a supplement or not, protein is a, I think it's a good option. You know, it can help with yeah. protein goals. Yeah. People will probably ask, so yeah. Uh, Definitely don't shy away from it. 0.7, gram, 0.7 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight or ideal body weight, would you say? Is that generally kind of like where you fall? Yeah, 0.8 to 1.2 generally. If you're heavy, if you're um, overweight in the sense of you have excess body fat, try to gauge your lean body mass. Right. You know, there's, there's things on Google you can find out and just that's, that's an estimate. Right. Or if you were, (laughs) well, while you're doing that, everyone else listening, when you, uh, after you, after you're done listening, head over to the Patreon and let us know what do you think? Is protein powder a meal or a supplement? Vote. We can get a vote. Vote. We're, we're, I'm going to put a poll up when I. Uh, I think when I post this. For both, so I'd be interested to see what. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So somewhere around one gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight where you're trying to be. Because if you're 400 pounds, you don't need to be just shoveling in. Protein. Yes. Like, the important is thing great. is like your goal using your goal weight. Yeah, for you, these calculations if you want to look especially up my my, my uh, lean body mass how much muscle do i have and you want to go off that that's fine too just don't be shoveling in protein because you think you need to go super safe especially when you have excess body weight weight that excess body fat that is stored energy that your body can use yeah so you don't need to be going especially crazy with the protein the protein can go towards muscle building whereas you have all this extra energy that can go towards other things um mm-hmm. And then, you know, we said creatine, caffeine, it depends on the person, you know, some people, I can, I do a lot of caffeine, obviously you hear me talk. Um, so I mean, the, my, the most they recommended a day is 400 milligrams, you know, like I probably get close to that, I'm not going to lie. Um, and <laughs> a very important thing with caffeine is that the tolerance is highly individual. Yes. And that's, that's especially why I personally say I'm wired for hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm not affected by caffeine. I've taken yeah. a full gram before and just been like, yeah. "What?" I, it did nothing. So right. That's, you have people literally on this podcast right now. We have someone like right in that at home. Do not try that at home. Yes. Do not try that at home. You'll be wired out. Most of you. That like you have people like Raiden who's you know very affected by you know uh, caffeine. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle where I my adenosine uh, receptors are very uh, yeah. very sensitive. Exactly. Yes, and then, it's well, it's an adult. So like you have to find. It's highly body. likely that I have a genetic variation that uh, metabolizes caffeine super fast. It gets it out of my system, and I just don't right. feel it. So do or not do just, not go out and do one gram of caffeine, people. You just haven't accepted yet that you're addicted to the caffeine. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Maybe it's just I'm always <laughs> caffeinated. Like, I don't even know it. It's so slow. It's just releasing slowly into my bloodstream. 
I'm oh a caffeine God. drip. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> caffeine, find out kind of what works for you. I generally like around 200 milligrams when you go to the gym, like 150 or 200 milligrams somewhere there is awesome. So find what works for you. And outside of that, you really don't need, you're going to see so many supplements for everything from fat burners to, I mean, all of you have all seen it, BCAAs, you know, all this stuff you really don't need. Most of it, just stick with the basics, especially no. when you start just exercise. Sleep. Sleep is the supplement I would Sleep. recommend. Sleep <laughs> is best. a performance-enhancing drug. It's the best mm-hmm. performance-enhancing drug. It's, it's, it would be banned by WADA if it was an actual supplement. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would see it. I would see it. <laughs> that would definitely... Now, here's my question to you, because uh, I have the answer to this, and I, I've told many people this, but if someone has... A terrible night of sleep they probably got five hours collectively maybe four and a half hours collectively should they skip the gym on the day that they're supposed to work out or should they go back home take a rest day go catch up on the sleep and then resume the workout the very next day so i work in sleep medicine i encourage people to get enough sleep like every like at work that is my job so if i'm not telling people to get sleep i don't know what i'm doing i always tell people sleep is so important because even i would assume you know, even if you're working out and your lack of sleep, how much muscle building are you going to get off that? I mean, it's definitely going to be impaired. I'll tell you that much. If you're only sleeping yeah. a few hours, how much muscle you're actually going to build is is going to be it's going to be impaired. So I would say go go get get your sleep. What about you, Rob? I would say you'd have to assess your your cognitive function at that point. Um, if you're feeling lethargic and you're, you're barely able to think you're you've got cloudiness in the mind and stuff like that at the very least go take a nap um if not take the rest day and just get focus on getting a good sleep that night mm-hmm. um, some people can do a lot better on that little of sleep for at least for a single night not collectively over and over again um if you're collectively having that bad of a sleep over and over again please go see a doctor talk to, talk to liam yeah, talk so to Liam. If you're there only you sleeping like four hours a night every night, boy, Shameless you got problems. Go, go talk to your doctor. Seriously, get a sleep study. Come see me. Yeah. I'll run it. But yeah, if you if you still have a decent cognitive function, if you're not foggy minded or uh, any of that oh, those symptoms, you can go to the gym and see how you feel. Um, again, if you do some a couple sets and you're just kind of like zoning out on them and stuff like that get out of there get out that's of there that's some insomnia level explanation bro <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile rain's about to tell stop being a bitch and get your ass in the gym no. <laughs> get in there go no. to the gym spit my water out there's a difference between getting the eight hours and feeling tired still and sleeping for five hours yeah. and not getting enough. Absolutely. In my opinion, if you got that eight hours and you're still feeling tired, we can improve the quality of your sleep, right. but you should still go work out. Yeah. However, if you've gotten just that five, four and a half hour sleep, there was little to no repair that happened in those four hours. Yeah. Go and sleep. I, th- I think sleep, it's, it's so underrated. It really is like, I, and people struggle with it. I know, but, just to do the best you can because it really is incredibly important. You guys, how? What's the age range of how, who you coach? Who I coach? 
Yeah, but both of you guys. All right. Does he do William Yuko? No. My age range typically is around 30 to 60. Oh, well. So we have different demographics. Yep. I mean, you still probably have people who are beginners who want to hit the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, have you ever gotten questions where people ask, should I invest in lifting straps or usually, Usually it's the other way around. They start uh, talking about how their grip is going. And I'm like, well, you can try lifting straps if you want. I mean, it's, it's the same thing where it's a beginner is having a trouble and you give them the solution because they don't know about lifting straps, right? Do you think it's necessary for someone who's new into the gym to invest in that type of equipment? Depends on their goal. What would the goal be? Like the well, same way we were doing before, like they're a beginner and they want to build muscle, lose fat. Build muscle, lose fat. Then by all means, like if they're having problems with grip, then a lifting strap would be helpful. You don't need to be concerned about your grip if when you're doing deadlifts, if you're building for muscle and health and stuff. You only need it if you're going for like competition. Okay. Well, I guess you and I pretty much agree with how many people that I, I butt heads with online when they tell us, at least tell me on my videos that you're working at your forearms, ditch the lifting straps. Like if you're lifting for your, your I don't know, hammies, you're doing an uh, SLDL, you don't need to grip the weight as hard as you can if you're trying to focus on building your hamstrings. Exactly. Right. Well, you, you want to help the limiting factor. Like your forearms will probably give out before your lats will. Um, so, yeah, f for people that uh, have trouble with grip or if you think that you need a lifting strap, like we just said, you were going to that gym and you're trying to work on a specific muscle. You don't need to worry about your grip unless you're going for competition where you are not allowed lifting straps. You can use lifting straps yeah. and I guess belts too. We should touch on belts. We could do belts, bro. I, I've, I've worn a lever belt and I've worn a regular belt. And I mean, you, you gotta learn how to brace before you use a belt though. Right. That's kind That's of my true. issue. So like, it kind of yeah. is like, you know, not maybe a crutch is a wrong word, but like something like that, you just rely on it where it's like, you really should learn how to kind of. Yeah. I see a lot of beginners go into the gym and they think they have to throw the belt on because they see everybody else throwing the belt on. And it's kind of just loosely sitting on them because they don't know right. how to brace into it. They don't know how to put it on properly. At which point the, there's no point putting the belt on. The explanation. Well, the scientific term is the valve valve of maneuver. Yeah, but the explanation on how to do that is so simple, and I tell people just one way. Literally, imagine that you're taking a dump, you're constipated, and you can't push, and it's not coming out. That's how you brace. <laughs> that's that, that's how you brace. And then, I mean, that's gonna just stick don't accidentally poop yourself. Well, obviously, yeah, you know, clench the sphincter, but like everything else. Literally, that that's just how you brace. You, that you, you're supposed to hold your breath right. during the most intense part of the movement, and then you exhale as you're beginning to let go and do another repetition. That's that's how you brace. But now when you're wearing a belt, now it's different. Now you, you're bracing, but you're bracing, pushing into the belt. The belt is going to get tighter when you brace. That's, that's what it's meant to do, and that's yeah. how it stabilizes you. 
However, when you've never learned how to brace and when it's just wrapped around your waist and it's loosely sitting there and you're doing bicep curls, that's not doing anything for you and you don't need it. <laughs> I remember what I wanted to go over. Okay. This is something I get asked a bunch is how long should you spend at the gym or like how many sets you should do? It's something I, you know, I get asked a decent amount. And I would say when you're starting off, you don't need to do like hour, two hour long sessions, like 20, 30 minutes. As far as like how many sets, it kind of just depends on the person. But like, how would you, Rain, what would you tell people like if they ask like, hey, how many sets should I do in like a day for, for a muscle? Something like that. Uh, for, here's the thing. Beginners are not going to be able to train to failure. There, there's gonna be. I'm not gonna say little to no intensity, but they're not. They're still gonna grow. You, right, you're, you're going to grow. Yes. Whether you train until like somehow you have the ability, you're new. You have that ability to train until absolute failure as a beginner, which is not gonna happen. No. If you have that ability, you're gonna gain the same amount of muscle in my opinion than if you were to do it as a normal person as a beginner going into the gym now for the amount of sets i can tell on paper two sets five to nine reps this is the sweet spot we can talk about the whole mechanical tension thing but forget that you know yeah. let it as much as i hate to say it if you're absolutely new and you don't have a coach Stick with the four sets, eight to 12 reps. Yeah. Get the pump in there. Learn what it feels like to burn. Do a burnout. Do a finisher set. None of these stuff is optimal. You're not looking for optimability. You're looking right, for exactly. you're looking for how the heck does my body respond to a bicep yeah, curl. Um, going you know? back with to the uh, you, you won't be able to do the to fail your full intensity as a beginner. It's because your brain literally has to make the pathways to do that exercise effectively. And you only do that by learning the exercise, doing it over and over again. That's how you get better at yeah. something. That's how you get better at everything. Right. So I just want to make sure people understand, like when you start off, as we said, you gain weight or you gain muscle fairly easily by pushing your body in any way. So whether people think like, oh, if I do 20 uh, sets, I'll get four times as much gains as if I do five sets. And I, I want to say that is emphatically false. If you are doing, you know, five sets and you're, you know, pushing yourself as hard as you can for whoever that is, you are going to gain muscle. Are you going to gain a lot more by doing 10, 15, 20? Probably not. Eventually you hit what we would call junk volume, which is where you're just throwing shit at the wall and it's your body is just starting to break down even more. You give yourself body time, sleep, repair, and then your body, and that's how you, you gain muscle. So don't be Best thing I could say, don't do a million sets. Don't yes. do a million movements. Pick two yes. exercises for each muscle. Yeah, I, I love it. that. See, two I, exercises yeah. for each muscle. I'm going to repeat that. Two, pick a couple exercises for each muscle. Do a few sets. Push yourself to yeah, as much as you can, you know, to, you know, relatively. And then you do that over time. And that is it. There's no, it's just, there's so much crap out there that you'll see about all these little things you have to do. Do that, especially at the beginning, and you're doing awesome. <laughs> and then hit your calves. And then do yes, a half day and get out of there. Half day should be at least five hours. 42 to 95 reps, somewhere. 42. <laughs> 42. Oh. 
Here uh, I yeah. am doing like four sets. <laughs> four sets, yeah. <laughs> no, just, you know, a couple exercises. Push yourself relatively hard. Smith machine is great. Machine, any machines are great. If you prefer free weights, do those. Don't overcomplicate it and just do that over time. Do a little bit more each week and you're doing amazing. And if you ever have questions, my DMs are always open. My page is always there. I mean, I answer almost every comment well, I can, every DM. Well, now, I can. You, now you got to tell everybody where yeah. to find you. Plug your page. That is that time. Instagram and TikTok, both at Raid and Cage. R E D A I N. R E D A I N C A I J E. All lowercase. Both Instagram, both TikTok. It's it's there. Yes. Like we were saying, the big guys at the gym. They are usually helpful. They usually want to help you. They'd love to see you at the gym. Well, both. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. I feel like this is a great guide. You know, someone could just download this this podcast as they should and yeah. keep it in your phone. And uh, whenever you're driving, you got you're doing hour, your cardio. Just and you got an hour. Sense. Literally, just listen to this. Yeah. Listen there to the go. sound of my sweet voice telling you all the answers for free. <laughs> <laughs> And and go nights or whatever, <laughs> whatever my go nights. <laughs> don't remember. Oh, Rutgers. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna look that up, and it's gonna be completely wrong or something. It's not, bro. It's not. It's a. It's, it's a... Uh, are we sure? What mascot? <laughs> Scarlet Knights. Have... Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights. Okay, we'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah. Great. Hold on, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to get like canceled by. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 yeah, there you go. It's, it's, it's a Scarlet Knight right there. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll leave it on a. It has nothing to do with fitness or anything, but it's something that uh, my math teacher told me in high school that has nothing to do with fitness, but it's something that I can, we can leave on for people to ponder. Okay. Um, I actually said it in your live the other day, if you remember, about going north. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So for the listeners, if you go north, you'll eventually go south. But if you go east, you will never go west. And with Wait, that, I bid you Some kind of round <laughs> earther? <laughs> Do you believe in the earth? <laughs> So think about it's that. Tara. Tara. So think about that time that every time you're at the gym, and that is the key to gaining muscle. <laughs> the key to gaining muscle: go north and then south, but and east, east, but not west. <laughs> okay. You know, you know that sounds almost like it almost sounds like a, a code for my controller: up, down, right, or left, left, A, B, select, start. I'm not. It's God gamer. mode, right? Let's go. You know. Uh, <laughs> so you don't know the Konami code? No. Oh, no, well, that's unfortunate. It's the God Mode code. Okay. And you almost described it. Almost. I, I almost did. I almost did, but it's uh, it, that's the key to success for fitness. That's as much as I can give for right now before I start charging you guys. Oh well, then get get out of here. We we've got no money, so <laughs> this, this podcast is over now. 
Hey, wasn't that a great time? Listen to the podcast. You were just, I'm assuming you knew you were just listening to in moderation. So if you go ahead and hit the, the five star button, is that a thing? Uh, the like that, button? That's a thing. No. Yeah. The like button five on stars. YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Not the dislike button. That's a bad button. The bad like button. button. Bad Don't button. touch. Hit all, so hit all the other buttons. The share. The, the go, you can go check out all those things. Subscribe. Go check out our Patreon. Yeah. We have we do have a Patreon. It's free to join if you want, or you could give us money. That'd be really cool. Like a dollar or two. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you have. That's, That's super, where you'll find super, all the news for this. We're super appreciative. You can find all sorts of other stuff there. We do giveaways. I think sometimes you know sometimes. all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, peace.